to NURFM. We are talking travel. Sally Lucas joining me, Jane Klein. And Sally, we're off to a really great and really interesting destination today. Well, I think it is, Jane, and I must admit I am hankering to go back. Having been into this area twice, I feel very privileged. But we are talking about South America and in particular Argentina. Now, the reason I chose this today was because we have a Four Nations match. The first thereof um, is going to be held there in Argentina in Rosario on the 6th of October this year. And just to let you know, there's a great package out already, and there probably will be more coming along, which has um, Elton uh, flatly taking it as going along. And, of course, he was a wonderful rugby player and also another guy called uh, Richard Harry. And he was a member of the Wallabies, um, pa- pa- spanning a number of memorable victories, including the 1999 World Cup. So there's some great players going along, and that is a little package being put together by Chimu Adventures, who specialise in trips around sort of the South American Antarctica part of the world. But what a good reason to go there, Sally. Well, that's what I thought. I thought that might just stimulate everyone to think, let's head. So firstly, we're going to head to Buenos Aires, which, of course, is the capital of Argentina. Now, the people from Buenos Aires are called porteños, which means people of the port. Um, and they are wonderful people. They're very friendly people, uh, very, uh, I don't know what's the word, alive, I suppose is the word. I think their music does that, and famous, of course, for its tango. And just remember, if you don't want to go to a tango show per se, they have what they call milongas, M-I-L-O-N-G-A-S. And these are places where just everyday people go to dance. Now, you can either go and participate or you can go and watch, which I did because I don't know how to do the tango, but I love watching it. And there's a couple of great places over there. One's called the Confiteria Ideal, as I spelt as ideal, but they pronounce it ideal, and uh, C-O-N-F-I-T-E-R-I-A, Confiteria Ideal, and the Salon Canning. They're two places that I know of that are great malongas if you want to just go and, and participate in that. The other thing Buenos Aires has, which is quite amazing, is the largest bookstore in South America. And it is called El Ateño, and it's in this beautiful old theatre that was built way back in the 20s. It's the most gorgeous theatre, and um, it sort of, the money ran out to run it as a theatre, obviously, during hard times, and it was live theatre originally, and then it was a movie theatre, but now it's this magnificent bookstore. It's all in Spanish, mind you. There's a few English books in there, but we got some beautiful coffee table books, and just on Antarctica as well as South America, just wonderful to wander through, and it's got a little cafe in there, and you can sit up still in the boxes and read or just it's just the architecture and the interior is delightful now the other thing you've got to do while you're there is go to cafe totoni and it's the longest running cafe in the world it it started in 1858 and it's very old-fashioned dark paneled um, furniture lots of stained glass and lead light and even upstairs they do a light little tango show there as well they have all these men beautifully dressed as they would have been back in those days with the big white aprons around the waist and the black pants, white shirt, black, you know, tie. The service is gorgeous and, I mean, the the lovely chocolate desserts and coffee is fantastic there as well. Now, the other wonderful um, thing there is the Teatro Colon or the 
uh, Colon Theatre, and it's considered one of the best theatres in the world. Um, it's acknowledged acoustically and artistically. It's just uh, recently gone through a couple of years of refurbishment, and I did a tour through there. It is absolutely magnificent theatre to go through. If you can happen to be there when there is something on, please, please go, because it is just fabulous. And that time of the year, we're talking about October as well. Remember that Argentina is pretty well in a line with Australia, so you're going to get the similar weather that we've got here, which is very pleasant. It can be quite hot there in summer, but October would be, a, September into October, whatever, would be a lovely time to go and visit South America. So that's just a little bit to titillate you, I guess, about Buenos Aires, and don't forget the tango. To NURFM, we are talking travel for our sponsor, Travel World, on King and Sally Lucas. We've been in South America, we've been in Argentina, and we've gone there because there's a rugby match happening. There certainly is, and I think what a better place to go to view your rugby. Now, this is in a place called Rosario, which is a city about 300 kilometres northwest of the city of Buenos Aires on on the Parana River. Now, this river, by the way, that um, Buenos Aires is on is huge, like you can barely see it cross it to the other side. The rivers in South America are massive. They're not just like the rivers here. They're lost big lakes, oceans almost. So this is where it's actually being held and apparently it takes about two and a half hours to, to get up there and apparently there is, I think, a ferry service as well as going by road. Um, so apparently it is a natural water world, they call it, because it's right in the upper delta. So it's got a lot of islands covered by lush vegetation as well and um, it's a blend of both Spanish and Italian architecture and apparently has beautiful um, statues, monuments and parks, beaches along the riverfront, uh, restaurants with international cuisine, um, and of course, as usual in Argentina, these restaurants where you get the hugest steaks you have ever seen in your entire life. Um, and they are just fantastic to go to as well. And it vies with uh, Cordoba as the second largest in the country with over a million inhabitants. So there's plenty of things to do in, uh, in Rosario, rather. And of course, we can still go dancing. There are museums, theatres, cafes, of course, and everything's along the riverfront, which would be quite a nice thing to do. So whereas Buenos Aires is more a port, uh, so you've got more heavy shipping type situation rather than, you know, a relaxed lifestyle along the river, even though there is one little section there where they do have some restaurants along one part of the river. So just remember that it's a really, it's a huge port in, in Buenos Aires. Now, the other things you can do just while you're in this part of the world, of course, you can go to an estancia. Now, that is a ranch or a cattle station. And a lot of these are only some of them are 80 to 90 kilometers from Buenos Aires, the closest ones. They're scattered throughout Argentina. But a lot of these are beautiful old homesteads where they might have anything from three or four um, bedrooms up to a maximum maybe of 12, but you can participate and be a bit of a city slicker as those movies were with, remember, wasn't he wonderful in that movie? What's his name? Billy Crystal. Yes, in City Slickers. So uh, you could be a City Slicker and experience the ranch-style life and go a bit with the cowboys if you wish. The other thing you can do, there's a wonderful little village called Colonoia. And it's actually in Uruguay, but it's just across the river from Buenos Aires. And you can go across by ferry for a day, which I have done, and it is absolutely beautiful. It's all cobblestone, little narrow streets, beautiful architecture, this wonderful old lighthouse, some museums, and just most historic and very, very interesting 
interesting. All the streets are filled with like bougainvillea and trees and it's just a, a world away, if you like, from the bustling city of Buenos Aires, which also has the widest street in the world, Avenida de Julio Number 9, they call it, because it was on the 9th of July it was made. And you've got up to seven lanes in each direction. It's a massive, the widest road in the world. That's just another little bit about Buenos Aires. The other thing you can do, of course, is go up to Mendoza which is at the foot of the Andes Mountains. And it's about 1,200 kilometres west of Buenos Aires. And it's best known, I guess, for its viniculture, of course. And it's producing nearly a billion litres of wine per year now, which is rivalling, you know, they're saying, they're calling it the next Napa, uh, which is in California, of course, the Napa Valley. And most of the wineries are located near the capital, so they're easy to access. And, of course, it's famous for its Malbec. And the Malbec from there, I can assure you, is absolutely to die for. It's the most beautiful wine. It must be just the right climate, I guess, in, in up in the mountains there where they produce that sort of wine. So that's another good trip you can do. And, the, of course... The other thing about the wineries yes. is that they use the water, the melting snow from the Andes, which yes. is so close by, yes. through a canal system to uh, irrigate wow. them. Very yeah. interesting. That would be interesting. Of course, you're getting pure water. Absolutely pure water, aren't you? Which is fantastic. Now, the other thing you must do is Iguazu Falls. You must go there. I mean, it is stupendous. Um, it's so spread, whereas Niagara, I guess, and, for example, Victoria Falls um, have more like a one big drop as their main drop. Iguazu is a, a, a myriad of different waterfalls, if you like, and one called the Devil's Throat, and you get so close to it, and this water's just thundering over. And the way they've done the walkways, honestly, you, you, you're right there in the midst of it all. Plus, you can do um, a cruise as well, of course, and go sort of almost under the falls. And you see all these little birds underneath the falls, and they just, they're like, they're like tiny little, I'm not, they're not sparrows, I'm sure they're not, but there's a finch maybe, it might probably is more finches, and they just keep darting in and under these thunderous water and you know they sit on these little ferns and just in behind the falls it's wonderful and you can see the caimans which of course are like your small crocodiles as well toucans you know so you get to see wildlife as well whilst you're there and you get this massive steam and like i know they call it the smoke that thunders in um the Vic Falls, but these are very much the same. And, you know, where we were in the hotel, we were even getting it on our balcony, which was probably a kilometre from the actual falls itself, and we were still getting the spray from the falls. So it's a magnificent to do thing to do, and it's right on the border, or the river is the border, between Brazil and Argentina. Um, most people stay on the Argentinian side because, because that's where the falls are. Most of the falls are. However, if you want to stay on both sides, if you go to the Brazilian side, you're actually viewing the whole falls. So you're more active, involved in the falls if you're on the Argentinian side. From the Brazilian side, you're viewing them. But I think it's better to stay on the Argentinian, but you could always do a bit of both as well. But you must do that. Fly up as a flight's daily, of course, out of Buenos Aires up there to do that. But a wonderful side trip and something you should not miss if you're in that part of the world. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. That's travel for today and we will be back the Friday after Easter on 2NURFM after the one o'clock news.